Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis. On July 17, 2014, Malaysian Airlines flight MH17, a 777 flying from Amsterdam to Kuala Lumpur, experienced an in-flight breakup over eastern Ukraine. All 283 passengers and 15 crew members were killed. The following Al Jazeera America interview from the 20th of July 2014 covered several areas, including the discovery of one of the black boxes from the aircraft, the procedures followed by the investigating authorities, and the procedures followed by the air traffic control authorities in Western Europe. For more on the investigation itself, we're joined now by Todd Curtis, Al Jazeera's transportation contributor. Good to see you, Mr. Curtis. Uh, glad to have me on. Are the latest reports here, Reuters news agency distributed video on Sunday of what appeared to be an in-flight recorder found by rescue workers in a field in eastern Ukraine. What would this recorder reveal about a possible missile strike? Well, first off, there seemed to be, from the video I saw, just one of the uh, two boxes. It's unclear whether it's a cockpit voice recorder or the flight data recorder. In either case, if it turns out that this was indeed a missile strike, the boxes may reveal very, very little because they're not designed to detect, for example, uh, radar signals from an incoming missile or any of these uh, similar military-type information. Uh, these are for civil aircraft. They would not have detected the missile before striking. And with such destruction, are they still intact? Well, the black boxes are fairly resilient, and even okay. if the explosion had been fairly close to where they were placed, they would likely survive. Plus, the data is in solid-state electronic components, which are not easily destroyed. How, how troubled are you from this investigation, from an investigation standpoint about what you know so far? Well, the most troubling thing is that this has clearly not followed the internationally accepted protocol for an accident investigation. Uh, immediately after it was known that there was a crash, the relevant authorities, in which case the Ukrainian government, should have been involved leading the investigation. That hasn't happened. Valuable time has been lost. Okay, we do want to point out you're currently inside an airport terminal. Uh, that's what we're hearing in the background. What is the aviation protocol to follow in an international incident like this one? This is a protocol that goes back several decades. And in, in essence, the country where the event occurred, in this case Ukraine, is going to be the lead investigative authority. They would invite what they call parties to the investigation. For example, the country of manufacture, the U.S., the country of registration, Malaysia, and countries that had victims on board the aircraft would all be allowed to bring representatives into the investigation. Looking at the situation prior to this accident, why was the airspace over Ukraine restricted but not completely closed? Well, this is one of the big questions I have because the authority over air traffic control in that area of Europe, Eurocontrol, actually uh, put out several statements saying certain areas shouldn't be flown over and other areas, such as where the event took place, plane shouldn't fly below 32,000 feet. Fact of the matter is, the aircraft was at 33,000 feet in a safe zone according to Eurocontrol. My question is, what was their decision process? And were they making use of the best available information to tell airlines which places were safe and which places weren't? This is such a tragedy. What can family members do at this point, Todd, to, to retrieve the bodies of their loved ones? Well, unfortunately, it's in the hands of whatever authorities over that area where the crash is, and that's going to be those rebels in eastern Ukraine. One would hope that they would have the presence of mind to bring in ICAO or another international organization to take over at least that portion of the investigation. 
so the bodies could be repatriated. Yeah, one would certainly hope. Todd Curtis, Al Jazeera transportation contributor, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having me. For more information on the crash of Malaysian Airlines MH17, please visit 777.airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.